Kapuna Wiki was previously recorded. Welcome to Kapuna Wiki, Hawaii's senior resource, the radio show that helps you find answers on important topics like finances, senior housing, estate planning, real estate, health, and much more. Now let's join Kapuna Wiki hosts, Brandon Lau and Andrew Leon. Aloha and welcome to the Kapuna Wiki radio show. This month we are talking about real estate and in studio you have Andrew and I. Brandon Lau and Andrew Leong from Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors. Kapuna Wiki is Hawaii's senior resource. We talk to the best local professionals in the state regarding topics such as real estate, senior housing, estate planning, finance, and health that our Kapuna families can find the best resources in the midst of a life transition. We strive to make sure our seniors are informed and supported every step of the way. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Brandon Lau. And I'm Andrew Leong. Your host for the Kapuna Wiki radio show. If you miss any of our shows on air, the Kapuna Wiki Radio Show is available as a podcast and can be found on Spotify, Apple, and Podbean for listening pleasure. Our title sponsor for today is Cheney Brooks, Choice Advisors, providing you with the best real estate information so you can make the most informed decisions. As I like to say, real estate is about choice. To contact them, call 808-753-9033. And now we have a real estate tip of the week brought to you by Cheney Brooks, Choice Advisors. Buying a condo or home with an association? Make sure to check the adequacy of the AOAO reserves for future improvements and repairs. Inadequate funds may lead to higher maintenance fees or assessments to be paid to pay for improvements. To understanding your condo or condo investment, contact Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors at 808-753-9033. Again, today we're going to kick it off with a show between Andrew and I, and we're talking about real estate. And in particular, we are going to be discussing strategies for a changing market. Andrew, I think you've noticed out there that things are a bit different than they were a year ago. It, it has. It has. There's some changes, uh, in fact, um, that's happening pretty quickly. And again, all thanks to a rise in rates. Yes. Uh, rates are one aspect of it. And of course, we had the really fast-paced increase uh, in market prices, uh, where a lot of people are now get, being priced out of the market from their original uh, home goals. Uh, but there's still a lot of hope for home buyers uh, because we're going to talk about strategies that will keep you in the market and help you get something that's just right for you. Uh, but before we get there, I just want to go over some market statistics. And uh, just between May of 2022 and May of 2021, there is a change in the number of single-family home sales, and it actually decreased by 15%. So I don't know if that's mm-hmm. new to you, Andrew, but I'm, I'm feeling it a little bit in the market as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, although, interesting, prices uh, didn't have a decline. In fact, prices increased 17%. So I'm kind of feeling like, you know, for single-family mark, the single-family market, you know, things are kind of getting right over the, the top of that hill. Mm-hmm where you're having slower number of sales, but prices are just still at the very, very top. Well, part of that is, is you know, the lack of inventory, right? We don't have as much single-family homes versus, you know, say, condos or townhomes. And so part of the reason for the lack of sales uh, is, is because of that, the lack of inventory. Lack of inventory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And speaking of condominium sales, uh, between May of this year and May of 2021, uh, you didn't have a decline, decline in number of condo sales. In fact, there's an increase of 15%, so exactly the opposite. And your median sales price also increased by 12%. So 
Uh, I think it's to be expected uh, when you have an increasing uh, market where prices have jumped up. Sometimes people can't afford that single-family home anymore, and now they're looking to see what's out there, and it could be a condo or a townhome. Right. I mean, that's people have to make those adjustments. Um, you know, if they, I mean, if there's not enough of the single-family inventory, or again, like you said, being priced out of that, uh, those types of homes, they may have to make those adjustments and look at townhomes and, and condos. Right. And going back to you, the topic of inventory. You know, if you look at some of the numbers uh, on a very gradual basis, there's actually a slight increase in the number of single-family homes available. Um, of course, condominiums still very, very active, a lot of demand out there, so the inventory has continued to decrease for condominiums, but a slight uptick in the number of available single-family homes. And I think that is uh, refreshing news to our single-family home buyers. What do you think, Andrew? Oh, it definitely is, yeah. There's more, more inventory coming. Yes, yes, hopefully that is the case. Uh, I know a lot of uh, home buyers, single-family home buyers, have kind of placed themselves on the sideline just because, you know, maybe they got beat out a couple of times or it's just uh, so quick and competitive. Uh, but I think um, a word of encouragement to those buyers is now's the time to uh, strap on your shoes and get back in the game because there's more inventory. And, in fact, the days on market stats also uh, had a slight uptick for single-family homes um, because you have a little more inventory, so that's good news. Uh, in terms of the different pricing categories, um, I think typically what you see uh, historically is that when the market does start to shift, you'll start seeing it first in the higher-priced uh, homes. And so for homes priced $2 million and above, I'm actually starting to see a slight decrease in prices. I don't know if you kind of feel the same way, Andrew. Right. I mean, we're seeing, we're definitely seeing that uh, in the in what we call it the luxury market, where um, you know they're they're not they're not going as quick, right? They're not going as quickly, and in fact, um, buyers possibly are hesitating. Uh, maybe some of them took a hit in the stock market, so not sure they want to move all that money out mm -hmm. so quickly into real estate. Some of them are concerned that the interest rates went up by two percent in the past uh, four months. So a lot of quick changes, I think, put some home buyers and investors on pause. And, uh, you know, the luxury market is reflecting that right now. And then typically, you know, once things happen at that higher end of home prices, that does typically then trickle down into the more median-priced housing uh, that you know, we see on the market. So, Andrew, let me ask you this. Uh, for a, a seasoned realtor like yourself who helps a lot of home buyers, um, what would you recommend to your home buyer clients in this shifting market? That's a great question. Um, you know, right now I know a lot of buyers, you know, like you had said, you know, because of the rapid rise in, in prices, uh, the competitiveness. Um, you know, I knew I know of some buyers that actually, you know, went on went to the sideline because you know they just weren't um, in that competitive uh, market. Uh, but it's a, I think it's definitely a great time to kind of come back in because you know there's inventory is gonna is is gonna pick up. Mm -hmm. um, but I think they you know they need to they may really need to uh, reevaluate um, what they're you know perhaps when they what when they first started the process mm -hmm. um, their goals or their criteria uh, may have changed 
to what it is now. Right. So maybe perhaps uh, doing a refresh, um, you know, doing a refresh consultation, um, just to make sure that we're all on the same page. Um, you know, number one is is knowing what your needs are versus okay. your wants. Okay. Right? What do you need in a home versus what would you want in a home? Right. Um, an example could be well. Uh, you know, we have a family of four, mm-hmm. um, so obviously bedroom count is a need, right? Mm-hmm. You can't be all crammed into a, a two-bedroom, right? Right. Um, so, understanding what you cannot live without versus what you can. Another example: um, the condition of the home. Mm-hmm. Um, you may not necessarily need it to be, you know, renovated or new, brand new. Um, you, if if the house uh, floor plan number of bedroom fits what your you know fits your family, mm-hmm. then you could always do the the renovation yourself because right. again uh, you can put your own personal taste into there versus mm-hmm. buying something that's already renovated where it may not match to what you know your your likes are right. So what you're saying, Andrew, is you know it's a very classic scenario where if you can evaluate the difference between needs and wants, then you can really clarify what you should be looking for. So I guess even in this changing market, you know, uh, whether you're looking at a single family home or a condominium, if you have a real clear picture of what you want, it's a lot easier to make a decision when you stumble across that property. Correct. Correct. Right. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, in addition to that, um, obviously, you know, conserving capital. Don't you know? Don't be buying. You know, buying that new car. Um, you know, you want to make sure you have enough capital for number one, your down payment, and two, you know, in case like like I said that, you know, you may need to do some some things to the home, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then nowadays, uh, especially with the rise in rates, um, you do have different financing options that that are now available, right? Right. Um, I and could see. Andrew, I don't think I mentioned this, but right now, you know, we're in July of 2022. The rates are anywhere between four and a half to five percent, depending mm-hmm. on the lender that you're working with and depending on your points. Uh, but that's a lot different than it was, you know, six months ago when you're looking at like three and a half percent. Right, right. So far, it's right. Yeah. So it's very, very different. Uh, for a time, is over five percent, which kind of, you know, scared a lot of our of our clients. But I'm well, that was just a reaction to inflation. So, in this higher rate environment, Andrew, um, continue on. Yeah. Now, I want to say that even yeah. even at where we currently are, around the five yeah. percent, um, that's still you know kind of historically. When you're talking historically, we're still kind of low there. Right. Right. Um, I can I can use the example of when my parents when they bought in the 90s, um, there theirs was at seven eight percent. Right. Right. So we're still you know not not half but close to there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's you know that's some Good perspective, perspective, right? But you're also saying there's other potential options. On exactly. The so um, you know back when we had low rates of you know three sub three percent, um, you would see a lot of you know the ARM products, the ARM, the adjustable rate mortgages mm-hmm. um, weren't weren't available, mm-hmm. uh, and that's because again your fixed options, your fixed rates were lower than the ARM rates. Uh, but now that the fixed rates have gone up. Arm rates are becoming available now, and and what that is, you know, there again, it's it's lower. You have, um, you have your one, three, five, seven, ten-year options, mm-hmm. um, and again, that that could be an option for you because again, you're 
although it's what they call adjustable rate mortgage, it's fixed for a certain amount of years, mm-hmm. and then after that fixed period, then it adjusts. But usually what happens is, you know, if you, say, for example, went with a seven-year arm, we'll use that example. It's fixed for that seven years, um, and then at that, when you're near that, that seventh year, you can see where, where rates are at that time. And, and saying maybe you could refinance exactly. if you wanted to get into something fixed and long-term. Right. And who knows, maybe inflation uh, won't be as a concern at that point in time, so rates would be better. Right. And here's a good, here's a key part. It's amortized as a 30-year, mm-hmm. so your monthly payment is going to be lower. Got it. No. That's uh, great tips for you home buyers out there who are trying to adjust and uh, be successful in this changing market. When we come back right after this commercial break, we're going to talk uh, to the home sellers, and we have some strategies for you on how you can take advantage of the market, and we'll have a forecast for what's coming up in the year ahead. We'll talk about that right after this commercial break. We'll be back with more Kupuna Wiki right after this. Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors assists clients in buying and selling their homes by striving to create an easy and seamless transition. With multiple awards spanning most transactions of the year, client service award, and being in the top 100 realtors, Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors wants to provide you with excellent service and care when making a major life decision. Over the years, their agents have greatly enjoyed serving each and every one of their clients as if they were family. Whether you're a first-time homeowner or a senior, they understand the challenges and complexities of the real estate process and want to help you every step of the way. Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors wants to provide you with the most information so you can make the best decision. Because as they like to say, real estate is about choice. Contact Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors today for a free in-person property valuation by calling 753-9033 or email them client service at choicehi.com. Welcome back to Kupuna Wiki on AM 690, The Answer. Welcome back. Uh, if you're just joining us, uh, we're talking about real estate today. And, uh, you know, we're, we're coming up with strategies uh, for a changing market. And uh, in studio, it's just, you know, Brandon Lau and myself, Andrew Leong. And, uh, you know, right before the break, we, we kind of went over some strategies uh, for buyers. Um, but let's shift gears and let's talk about uh, the market for sellers. Um, so, Brandon, you know, uh, we we know that the prices have been climbing, but you were kind of at that top of the hill, yeah. Mark. Uh, what, what are you telling your sellers now? Well, by the way, if you're wondering uh, what that top of the hill looked like, the median sale price for a single-family home right now as of uh, this is statistics for May 2022, is 1153500 Wow. 1.153 is a median mm-hmm. single-family sales price, meaning if you had a range, that's just right in the middle. Right. So you have things selling a lot more, and you have something selling less. But that's pretty amazing, you know, mm-hmm. and that's up 17% because last year, May 2021, it was only 978000 Mm-hmm. So that is almost a 20% increase. And I think sellers at that point in time, you might you must have a smile on your face because <laughs> you had an appreciation right. of close 20% for single-family homes. Uh, condominiums, slightly less. You had a 12% appreciation where your median single-family, uh, median condominium sales price is 516000 
So if you're a seller, uh, you know, you may want to take advantage of the appreciation that you've gained, especially if you're currently in that transition mode, meaning, well, if you're going to relocate uh, for a job situation or because you want to retire, or if you want to downsize because the house you're in is just too large or has too many stairs or you don't want to maintain it, so you want to get into something smaller. So if you're thinking of doing those transitions and you want to capitalize on the on the prices, now is the time to sell. Uh, but because we are in this ch changing market, uh, a couple of things that I want to mention is number one, uh, don't be too overconfident. In fact, I was going to say be conservative and don't overprice. Mm -hmm. I think in a changing market, especially if things do change quickly, you can be left out in the cold if you try to price it too high, thinking that you can you know, place it 5 plus percent above the last sale because the market may not make it. May not support it. And no. you may be out there for the next six months. Right. Right. So that would be one thing is be conservative, conservative, don't overprice. Another tip for a seller is to have realistic expectations. In other words, I think a lot of us, uh, either personally or through friends, we're hearing about the multiple offer situations, you know, five, ten offers, and, you know, selling things within the first week. So that may have been a year ago, but that may not be the experience right now, especially as the market transitions. Okay? doesn't mean you won't have a competitive situation, uh, but I'll just say, you know, manage your expectations. Uh, maybe things won't sell within the first week and have a little bit of um, a realistic expectation for what things could be in this changing market. Right? And a third thing, which is probably as important as when you're preparing to market the home as when you're in escrow and you're trying to close the sale, and that is to be flexible. You know, sometimes in the process of a sale, there's things that come up that are unexpected. You know, so for example, if you're on the preparation side of things, um, you know, you, you may have thought you could just uh, take some photos of your iPhone, put it on the market, and somebody will buy it. Well, you're going to have to try a little harder, right? You're going to have to clean up, you're going to have to prep it, maybe do some renovations to those really obvious things that uh, don't look good, uh, and then, you know, take professional photos, videos, and make sure it presents well, okay? Now, if you're a seller and you're, you're in escrow, meaning you're trying to close a deal, and let's say something comes up in the property inspection, which the buyer was not expecting, so as a new discovery, um, you know, in this in this market, you may have to be a little more accommodating. Okay, so maybe it is the unexpected issue with uh, uh, maybe the electrical wasn't working as properly as you thought it would, or maybe the the toilet runs. Uh, maybe there was, you know, some issue with insects. Whatever that may be, uh, it's possibly not the same market it was a year ago where you'd say, hey, I'm going to sell it as is no matter what. I don't care what comes up, right? That was a seller of a year ago. But as a seller right now in the changing market, you have to be a little more open-minded and flexible to try to accommodate the needs of the buyer, especially if you know the buyer has other options out there. Mm -hmm. So that's, uh, those are some tips for home sellers. And um, I guess in general, Andrew, me and you and I can talk a little bit about, you know, what's the best way to be prepared in this market? Even though it is shifting, it's always good to have a plan. 
Right. So what's one way you can do that? Well, I, I touched upon it uh, when I when I said maybe you know sitting down with your with your realtor and and do a you know just a touch meeting on a you know like an updated consultation, right? Because again, what you folks may have said or the plan that you had in the from the first consultation, again things may have changed now. So just kind of getting an update um, will definitely help uh, with with how to how to move forward. Right. And I think we like to call that uh, a consultation. Right. So if you're maybe on the buy side, uh, before you flip through that phone app and try to call the first person to show your property, uh, maybe you should consult with a professional, uh, call your realtor, mm -hmm. um, sit down with them, kind of express what it is that you're attempting to do. Like you said, Andrew, maybe have that list of needs and wants. Mm -hmm to really get a clear picture so that when you go out there, uh, you're ready to engage. And it's it's still so, somewhat of a battle. It is. Right? So if you're going to go out there into a battle, you want to have a battle plan. Mm -hmm. Right? And that starts with a consultation. And I know sometimes, Andrew, you and I, we, we are pretty proactive at helping clients who may not really be in that um, position of having to do something right now. In fact, maybe their decision to do something could be six months, a year from now. Uh, but we call that an annual portfolio review. Right. Um, what are your thoughts on that? I, I definitely encourage it um, because especially, um, you know, the market today was a lot different a year ago and a lot different two years ago. So it's always good to know what, you know, where your portfolio stands mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, maybe perhaps even seeing what options you have. Right, right. In fact, there are situations where I'll have an annual portfolio review. Again, possibly a client's not even thinking of doing anything in the immediate future, but he wants to know, okay, what can I do to prepare my home and improve its value so that when I am ready to sell, um, I don't have to you know, do this mad rush to get everything ready. Right. So we'll go through a, a list maybe of the different major areas of the home, right. you know, things like your, your landscaping, maybe your exterior, uh, some interior improvements that you may want to do to the kitchen or the bathroom, flooring, and just kind of make this list. Yep. Uh, these are the things that you may want to touch on over the next you know, two to five years. Um, and of course, Angie, you and I, we've been in the industry for so long, we have a list of very good quality contractors and vendors that we can recommend. Right. And they can get price quotes and really plan out the process so that everything happens in a very um, orderly and, and not a stressful manner. Right. Right. Because you never know. I mean, uh, sometimes things happen and you just need to sell even though you weren't expecting it. Right. No, I, I definitely uh, agree with that because the last thing you want to do is having to make decisions when you're under pressure. Right. So if you prepare for, for these for that uh, end goal, um, then you'll you'll be fine when that time comes to make that decision. And and I like I liked what you said about uh, having these things done uh, in in a, in a timely fashion. Because again, um, if you're looking to do anything with permits, we all know we've heard <laughs> in the media, right? How permits are taking forever, right? With or without molasses, <laughs> you're gonna need you know six months to a year. Exactly. So right. these are the kind of things that it's important um, to have this review with with your realtor. So, so that, you know, if you wanted to perhaps add an ADU, right, to improve value of your property, right, 
you can't do it uh, with a snap of a finger. So understanding what needs to happen will help you prepare better. Yes. And like I always say, wouldn't you want to live in the home that you remodeled at least for a little while before you sold it? Yeah. Right. So enjoy it. That's what you have it for. Now, Andrew, it's going to be an interesting time next year. I think in another episode we'll give our forecast. But so far, uh, you know, it's turning out to be a, a really busy 2022, and um, I'm looking forward to assisting our clients with all of their real estate needs this year. Yeah, same here, same here. So call us. <laughs> and that number is 808-753-9033. Come up next, we have our Kupuna Wiki Classic Trivia. We'll be back with more Kupuna Wiki right after this. Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors assists clients in buying and selling their homes by striving to create an easy and seamless transition. With multiple awards spanning most transactions of the year, client service award, and being in the top 100 realtors, Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors wants to provide you with excellent service and care when making a major life decision. Over the years, their agents have greatly enjoyed serving each and every one of their clients as if they were family. Whether you're a first-time homeowner or a senior, they understand the challenges and complexities of the real estate process and want to help you every step of the way. Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors wants to provide you with the most information so you can make the best decision. Because as they like to say, real estate is about choice. Contact Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors today for a free in-person property valuation by calling 753-9033 or email them client service at choicehi.com. Welcome back to Kupuna Wiki on AM 690, The Answer. Thank you to all the participants who called into last week's Kupuna Wiki trivia. And last week's question was, Hawaii is the only U.S. state with two official what? And the answer is languages. And now this week's Kupunawiki trivia question is sponsored by Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors. How many islands make up the Hawaiian Islands? For a chance to win a Long's gift card, be the first person to call us with the correct answer at 808-792-5188. And again, we hope everyone is staying safe in this time. And remember, if you want to hear past episodes of the Kupunawiki radio show and meet all of our great service providers, please go to kupunawiki.com or call us at 792 792- Again, we'd like to thank this segment sponsor, Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors, providing you with the best real estate information so you can make the most informed decisions. As they like to say, real estate is about choice. To contact them, call 808-753-9033. Well, thanks for joining us today on the Kapuna Wiki Radio Show, Hawaii's senior resource. We should have to make sure our seniors are informed and supported every step of the way. Again, I'm Brandon. And I'm Andrew. And I'll see you back next time on the Kapuna Wiki Radio Show. You've been listening to the Kupuna Wiki radio program. If you'd like more information about today's topics, please call us at 792-5188. That's 792-5188. Or visit us online at kupunawiki.com. Until next time, aloha. The preceding program was sponsored by Kupuna Wiki, Hawaii's senior resource.